Welcome back to Guild Lores, everybody. A podcast dedicated to unearthing the deep lore of Guild Wars and Guild Wars 2. I'm Joe Neustel, and between myself and my co-host, we have over 20 years of experience with the Guild Wars franchise, and still manage to know very little. So, without further ado, here he is, a real raid boss and my bird of a feather, Tony Melchor. Tony, how you doing today? Hello. Hi, everyone. I'm doing good. Um, Yeah, doing good. Had my birthday party earlier. Oh, yeah. We had Tony's birthday. Tony's birthday was today. Mm-hmm. Well, birthday party. Well, yeah, the party. <laughs> um, but I'm doing good. How about yourself? Good. Happy birthday, Tony. Well, happy Thanks. belated birthday. Thank you. His birthday was, uh, what, the day, uh, the 27th, the mm. live stream. Mm-hmm. Oh, thank you, ArenaNet. Thank you, ArenaNet. Yep. I was very hyped and very happy for my birthday. Thank you. All right. Do you have any quick hits on your accomplishments of game, uh, uh, in-game this past week? Um... Actually, not really. I've I've been going to bed a little bit earlier, so. Hey, that's a real life accomplishment. That's fine. <laughs> going to bed earlier and just uh, getting my sleep in. Get your sleep in. Get your sleep in while you can mm-hmm. until you take that eternal sleep. Mm-hmm. Oh, God, right. Yeah, I've been killing world bosses. It's nice. been fun. That's true. Oh, yeah, we got your 30. I think I got to the high, tw- to the, I think I got to the 20s. It's okay. I don't mind if I don't get it. It's still fun either way. It's okay. It's just another ascended ring, which may or may not be something you need. Mm. Um, you get to a certain point, and then you're just salvaging. Oh my gosh! That stuff for anyway. real, especially if you're doing fractals, tier four fractals and CMs. Oh my gosh! So much ascended salvaging. So much. So much matrixes. But yeah, this world world boss rush event. Um, it's not that the content is super engaging. That's not really what makes it fun. Um, but it is really nice to have a reason to leave our little dominions and gather around ye old communal bonfire. Mm-hmm. It's around this bonfire. There's a lot of talk surrounding the upcoming expansion. And one topic that we've seen repeatedly come up is Tengu. Uh, are they going to be a playable race? What do you think, Tony? I don't know, but I hope so. I think it would really make a statement for the game. Uh, also, I could see why they would choose not to do that. Um, so that I cannot answer. If they are, great. But at the very least, I think it's safe to say that they will be more prevalent in the story moving forward. Um, and as a race that, is, that has had very little exposure in the scope of Guild Wars 2, I think it's time we do a deep dive for our avian acquaintances. Oh, is this what we're doing? This is a surprise to me. Oh yeah, oh, kept it a secret. So I, what do you take? What do you say, Tony? Oh, I'm excited. I, I love the Tengu. Are you ready to take flight? Mm-hmm. I'm ready All to. Right. Caw, 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 caw. Nice. <laughs> well, that statement might have been a bit misleading. Um, <laughs> Tengu are flightless. Oh. Makes sense. But with a sky scale, anything is possible these days. That's very true. They are bipeds with human-like hands that allow them to grip and wield weapons. They're distinguished by their sharp claws, fangs, fanged beaks. Fanged beaks. They have fangs on their beak. Did you know that? Fanged beaks. Fanged beaks. They have, yeah. Oh, shit. It's weird weird putting those two words together. (laughs) Um, Fanged beaks. Yeah, fanged beaks. Okay. 
and dense plumage. Mm-hmm. They dine on a diet of raw meat. Wow, shocker. Yum. Birds eating, birds eating meat. Birds eating humans alive. Bird, birds eating babies. Birds, oh no. I know, it just oh had no. a really good like assonance to it. I didn't want to do it, but oh. I'm sorry, everybody. Enjoy. I'm so sorry. So, the story begins in the <laughs> in the good old unspecified olden days. Oh, yes. Yes, that's specific. Ancient times, if you will. Back then. Yes. Uh, the Tengu were said to range from the southernmost reaches of Kantha, where they first met the humans, to the northernmost reaches of the Far Shiver Peaks. Mm-hmm. So they were real worldwide gadabouts. Migrated? Here, there, everywhere. You'd say they migrated a little bit? Oh, Uh, shit. uh, uh, (laughs) There we go. One of many. Got him. Got him. (laughs) You really ruffled my tail feathers with that one. (laughs) That's what I'm here for. Yeah, buddy. But there are only five recorded Tengu clans. The Sensali, Quetzal, Karami, Avacara, Avacara? Avicara, avian, avic, yeah, we'll go with that. Avicara and Engchu, each with their own unique coloring and allegiances. Oh, that's dope. Though they do, though they do their own things, the clans all value history, honor, and family. Wow, fam. <laughs> yeah, call Vin Diesel up. Oh, I know. <laughs> the I Tengu know. are down for the family. Just. A horde of Tengu, and then Vin Diesel in the background with his shotgun. (laughs) (laughs) For family. For Tengu family. Hey, if they're down, they're family. (laughs) Ah, down, get it? Get it? Get it, Tony? Oh, boy. Oh, boy. Uh, So, basically, like, the olden times, the olden days, the ancient times, there's just a huge, largely blank swatch of time that nothing is recorded. Uh, perhaps we'll see a little bit more about their past in the future, if True. that makes any paradoxical yeah, sense. We're going to Kantha. Yeah, I mean, we might learn a little bit more about them. Who knows? I'm hoping. <laughs> maybe we, maybe we will. But in 872 A.E., after Exodus, after Exodus, after those lousy gods left us, uh, in 872 A.E., Shiro Tagachi is slain. And his dying breath sweeps the land of Cantha, turning the Echovald forest to stone and the Jade Sea into actual jade. And this really messes up Cantha. Uh, It's pretty bad, and the humans have to migrate to out of these areas, and there's a large human influx in Xingjie. Xingjie is an island off the coast of Cantha. Mm -hmm. There's a monastery there. Xingjie Monastery. If you couldn't guess. Mm-hmm. And Xingjie Island is home to two clans of Tengu, the Angchu and the Sensali. Okay. And there is a weird love-hate triangle on this island. Oh. The Angchu who reside in the Airy. The Achu. Mm-hmm. The, the Achu who reside in the Airy are kind of cool. Okay. Uh, they try to work with the humans a little bit. But, like, if it's the kind of peace, uh, basically, if food is scarce, um, they'll work with you. Humans are just meat. 
Oh, okay. So they're like, they try to work with you, but at the same time, like if you're in the wrong neck of the wrong, like if you're in the wrong place at the wrong time and they're hungry, you're done you, for, you know, you know, you're done for. They're a little more animal. They're a little more animal than the other races. That might, that might be like, primal. Mm-hmm. that might be a good reason why they're not going to be a playable race because I don't know if their instincts are domesticated almost or like, I, I, just i don't know if it's interesting i mean that would make a lot of sense so i could i could see that being a reason but at the same time i think that they are it'll it'll be fine um the nomadics and Solly, on the other hand are just kind of truly against the world they had a short period of time where they worked with the achu <laughs> uh to fight their common foe the yeti but uh that's pretty much it and they hate, capital H, hate humans. They hate humans. They loathe them. Well, this human loves them. Uh, the Sensali? No, this human. Me. You? You well, love them? In general, I They guess. would eat you, man. The Sensali would probably destroy me. Yeah, hang out with the Achu. Okay, I'll hang out with the Achu instead. I'll bring a face mask, or face guard, just in case. Yeah, good, good call. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's gonna get messy when those fang beaks are sinking, <laughs> sinking in. Um, amid the booming human population, uh, in the wake of the Jade Wind incident, the Sensali went so far t- as to attack and consume the dead of an entire human farming village. Damn! And this sparked two hundred years of conflict, known as the Tengu Wars. Oh, the Tengu Wars. Mm-hmm. When the 31st emperor of the Canthan Imperial Empire, Emperor Kisu, uh, he's the emperor from Guild Wars factions, uh, takes control in 1058 AE, he makes a play for peace. He sent his half-brother and badass ritualist, Master Togo. Ah, yes. Along with the leaders of the Ang Chu and Sensali Tengu to Warmaster Wona's house to hold a peace summit. Wona... However, had other plans. Mm. And he intended to kill Togo and incite Emperor Kisu into a rage resulting in the genocide of the Tengu. Oh, dang. What a dick. Oh, wow. Right? What a dick indeed. Like an all's fair in love and war situation, but like, you guys are trying to make peace. Just give it a rest. Yeah. Why are you trying to make things as bad as they can get? Come on, Wona. Some people just want to watch the world burn. (laughs) Some people just want to watch the world burn. (laughs) Some people just Wona. (laughs) (laughs) Yep. Um, Unfortunately for Wona, Togu... Uh, <laughs> Togu, Togu. <Dang> <laughs> that's Master Tango. <laughs> the the Tengu and Togo, the Togu. <laughs> Unfortunately for Wona, Togo and an honored member of the Ang Chu, Talon Silverwing, ah uh, yes, fought their way out of that mess and killed the shit out of Wona. <laughs> killed the shit out of him. Killed the shit out of him. They said, don't you wanna? Don't you wanna? Don't you wanna? Don't you? Uh, and they sealed the peace treaty between the humans and Ang Chu. Uh, and in this treaty that they signed with the Canthans, it clearly outlined that the Airy was their land as long as the sun shone in the sky. Ooh, poetic. The less peacefully inclined Sensali have never trusted humans again, though. Yeah. 
Okay. I can see that. Yeah, I don't blame him. If you're a little skittish and then some bullshit like that goes down, Wona just ruins everything. It's Don't you Wona. Come on, Wona. Will you Wona? (laughs) Will you Wona? Um, The pre-launch event, Day of the Tengu, it was a pre-launch event in Guild Wars 1, is canonically the one-year anniversary of the peace made between the Ang Chu and the humans of Xingjie. But this peace only lasts for about 19 years. In 1077 AE, under the rule of Emperor Usoku, Minister Reiko Murakami formally, uh, formally forms the Ministry of Purity in the wake of the afflicted plague. The Ministry of Purity. Indeed. And their purpose was to purify the afflicted plague. Mm. Or the like shambling zombies left by yeah. Shiro Tagachi. The second, the, disease. the second coming of Shiro Tagachi. Oh, yeah. By 1127 AE, uh, their purification process had gone too far. It had gone from afflicted zombies uh, to all beings not human enough. Oh, damn. Yeah, which okay. makes me feel bad now about saying what I said about them not being a playable race. Mm-hmm. And I'm sorry, Tengu. I'm very sorry. I hope we play you. I'm sorry. I'll, I'll, I'll make one. I'll buy a character slot, I swear. <laughs> and this causes um, th- this causes an upswing of racist, nationalist ideology throughout Cantha. Damn. Uh, they spread propaganda that they were purifying Cantha, uh, creating a utopia and setting the stage for generations of greatness. Oh, man. Yeah, they're like, oh man, they basically think that's they're dark. creating a perfect world where Cantha can thrive. Yeah, and killing everything that's not human. Do you know where that lore comes from? Uh-uh. Sunqua Peak Fractal. Oh. Yeah, there's a couple notes in there. Okay, interesting. I normally just zone out and just do the fractal. That's I'll pay more attention next time. Yeah, check it out. Maybe there's uh, something I missed. Maybe there's some good imagery you could fill us in on. Hmm? The Tengu... At this point, really have no other option. And in the year 1219 AE, a great tsunami occurs. The tsunami occurs when the elder dragon Zaitan arises and brings ore out of the ocean. Oh, shit. Some real tectonic shit going on there. Yeah. Creating a tsunami. I hope they caught some waves, you know? (laughs) Oh, man. You never know. It's in Florida. When there's a tsunami, they get waves in Florida. Oh, a little little surfing tangu. It's like surfs up. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> like the what's Talon gnarly board. Talon gnarly board. There you go. That'd be a good name. Great name. If they do make him, that will be your character name, huh? Maybe it could be Mister Gnarly Board. I will fight you all right now. If if it's taken, I will fight whoever takes it. And I will commentate the fight. <laughs> okay. Tony, Tony versus all of you. All of you. I will fight oh you boy. all. Okay, I might have... Uh, um, I'll think more on this. <laughs> all right, well, uh, let me know. Let me know if I need to uh, call the camera crews and get this ready. <laughs> the news um, station. And the Tengu take this as a sign to leave their home. Uh, they want to get out of Cantha. And all who remained uh, flee north to Tyria, putting their clans aside and flying under the wing of the descendant of Ta- Talon Silverwing. Not really flying. They were actually riding ships. Okay. <laughs> a 
Well, that's pretty civilized. I mean, like, they're they're manning ships, so to speak. Yeah, the descendant of Talon Silverwing leads them through uh, the risen armies of Or as they sail to Tyria. Dude, that's crazy. And they find themselves on an island once known as Sanctum K. Mm. But distrust had grown within them, and their leaders as a whole decided it was best to approach the other races of Tyria with the utmost caution. When arriving on the island, they fortified their home uh, with an impregnable wall and isolated themselves from the world. Within, they reformed their clans into four, one for each direction the wind blows. Okay. I I mean the wind can kind of blow any direction, I which I don't <laughs> like. I get it one for each cardinal yeah. <laughs> direction, but like, what if it's southwest? Maybe they're just working together then. Or they're just like left, up, down. <laughs> the wind right. blows down. <laughs> Squiggly line. Like <laughs> uh, Tengu from Tyria, Cantha, and Ilona flock to make the Dominion of Winds their home. The word kind of spreads around, and before you know it, they're all showing up. Okay. And this is where they reside to this day. So the domain, Dominion of Winds is uh, n- north of uh, Cantha. Uh, the Dominion of Winds is in is on the island that was once Sanctum K. Oh, that was, oh okay, okay, okay. So I guess it would be kind of like the Tarnished Coast area. Oh, interesting. I never knew where it was. Okay. I think you can visit it in the Caledon Forest map. Um, there's like a bridge that goes across to it. Um, you can talk to some Tangu outside. They do send people out to like trade and observe the other races, but uh-huh. nobody else is allowed in. Oh, I never knew where the Dominion of Winds was. Yep. That's, that's really cool. Okay. That is indeed where it is. So, Tony, that is the Adventures of the Tangu. Dude, crazy. Do you have any final thoughts on their their struggles, their strife, their fanged beaks? Um, well, you know, I guess not, not necessarily, but it's really cool to, to hear their lore for the first time. Um, that's pretty crazy. They migrated north, um, to Sanctum K. I'll have to check it out in game. That's really cool. I'm very excited. Um, I hope if we could, they become playable. Yeah. I mean, I hope it, I don't really think it's going to happen, but. I won't be bummed if it's not uh, if it's not a thing. That's, yeah, same. If I'm, it does happen, I'll just be ecstatic. And if it doesn't happen, just manage your expectations. Mm-hmm. I'm thinking, well, since they're in the Dominion of Winds, like they're just like naturally, or or as as they're trading with everyone else, right? Still, but they're still cautious. Like maybe they're slowly becoming less of an animal side and more of a sort of humanized civilization as as it go as it goes so who they, knows they have a very complex um system within the dominion of winds uh it is uh rife with like bureaucracy and like they do have a lot of leaders and like rituals that they have to go through to become warriors and there's a lot of structure within it so they are quite civilized um so like when i say that they are animal they're like they just have like very strong it's like a char. Animal instincts. Yeah, like a char. It's like a char. Sure. Okay. Uh, where essentially you meet a tangu and their their group of people. It might be the one in Caledon Forest. Um, 
they're like out and about and then all of these dragon spawn pop up and basically the long story short is that they don't really want you hanging out with this person like like the rest of the tengu show up some more tengu show up and huh. they don't want you hanging out with them Interesting. And she vouches for the pact commander and says, no, 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 they just helped us out. So, like, there's a little bit of a, a like, oh, kinship okay. forged. And a lot of them... Oh, like a foot in the door almost. Yeah, a foot in the ah. door. And they kind of dropped, like, the hint that, you know... They'll, they'll be coming around more, kind of, or something. In, in the DRM, they sort of dropped the hint that, like, some want to, like, get out and see the world. Oh. Yeah. Oh, okay. Okay. And there's like people who are have overtly said they're voicing Tengus in 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 the upcoming expansion. So I think we're going to see a lot more of, of yeah. the Tengu. Yeah. Well, I'm very happy to have covered it. Tony, throw him a newbie snack. Oh yes, the newbie advice. Uh, we're going to talk about laurels today. Apart from getting them from like your daily chests, um, do you get a chest? Every day at reset, um, log in, get it. If you don't log in, you'll miss it and you won't progress. It's it's a monthly monthly thing. And there's a laurel vendor where you can spend those, and you can buy different things. There's there's gear for your classes like warrior guardian. I wouldn't recommend those as you can just like go farm a bit and then buy some some rare gear off the trade post. For about the same, and you can get more specific with it. Whereas if you buy some like rare gear with your laurels, it's five. Um, you don't know what you're gonna get. Um, or if you're just looking to salvage rare gear, you do your thing. Um, you can buy like dye, obsidian shards for legendaries, um, mining stuff uh, for pretty cheap. They go like from five to two laurels, um, and then it goes up and gets more expensive for for different things. Uh, you can get ascended. Uh, trinkets basically uh, gear for about 30 30 to 40 depending on what it is you can get your amulet you can get uh, a couple rings uh, you have two slots for rings two slots for accessories one slot for an amulet you can go get those uh, accumulate you know your laurels over time you can get those and gear up your stuff you can buy enrichment slots uh, which kind of boost give you like around I think it was like around a 20% boost you can to gold to magic find to karma that you get in your world and you can buy infusions as well uh they're not high-end infusions they're cheaper they're like five they're around five as well but they boost your stats up just a little bit if you wanted you know to get the most out of whatever build you're running um but yeah laurels did you mention the crafting profession starter kits no they're a one-time purchase that you can get it's like three laurels each and i think it's just worth it to grab them oh okay okay uh if you're new to the game and you just want to like start spreading your base of mats materials out crafting materials ah um, yes yeah you can grab those uh, i think any of them for any profession is fine if you're just trying to build up your stockpile mm-hmm. uh, a good thing uh, to trade your laurels for to get a good bang for your buck is heavy crafting bags. You get your tier six mats. Those can be expensive. So if you don't have or if you're geared or if you don't have anything to spend your laurels on, that's a good way to make some money. It's a good way to save up for your next ascended. Maybe you're making a legendary. Good way. 
Yeah, you can make a really good chunk of change. Like, I think I have 180 laurels right now or something. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and you can make a very good chunk of change um, just cashing that in for T6 mats, mm-hmm. tier 6 mats, yeah. That's the heavy crafting bags. Heavy crafting bags. And you can just flat out sell them. I save them. I don't, I don't know why. For legendaries, maybe somewhere down the line. Definitely. When I'm not lazy. I try to save mine. I use mine for my legendaries, whether it be uh, armor or uh, weapons. I'm definitely saving them for my armor, for my light set. All right. Anything else on laurels, Tony, or do you think that about covers it? I think that about covers it. Um, You can pull it up on the wiki, the laurel vendor, if you want to see it for yourself. Uh, slash wiki in game. Type laurel merchant. You can go to it. Uh, there's several around... I know one, there's one in um, Lion's Arch. It's a little bit, uh, I guess it's hard to say. I think it's like west of the crafting area in Lion's Arch. There's one in the aerodrome right in the middle, Lion's Arch aerodrome. I don't know specifically where else in different cities, but there's each city has one that you can go to. Yeah, that's that covers it for laurels. All right, cool. Well, you, you can speak with us. You can tweet us. Mm-hmm. You can add us. You can add at us. That's it. Mm-hmm. You can add us. <laughs> you can tweet at us at Lawyers Guild. You can check out our Instagram at Guild Lawyers Podcast. Mm-hmm. Email us at Guild Lawyers Podcast at gmail dot com. Oh yeah. D and D fans can check out my content on the Foreign Fables Instagram and Twitch. I might be streaming some Guild Wars on that Twitch as well coming up here. You can check it out. I think Tony and I are going to be running through Guild Wars factions. Oh, yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. I kind of just want to run through all of the Guild Wars campaigns. Guild Wars 1? Yeah. Mm-hmm. But we'll see. I feel like factions is important right now, so we'll do that. Yeah. Get refreshed. Yeah, keep an eye out. We'll be streaming some old games if you want to hear me get confused. <laughs> Or uh, or watch us play some very bad um, voicings, or play with some very bad voices. Oh yeah, we'll do the uh, we'll do the voiceovers. Oh man, <laughs> I'm Master Togo. Oh man, you yeah. can just let him speak and just it's perfect already. Talon Silverwing <laughs> did us all a disservice when he let Togo when he <laughs> he helped Togo out. Um, so uh, if you want to talk to Tony in game. You can get him at cartoonlink.6180 or myself at trogdormama.4903. We do have a community in game. Our guild is named We Don't Know Our Lore. That's right. We don't know our lore and we never will. (laughs) But we try in vain. Thank you all for listening. Tony, Yep. would you like to play us out on the world's smallest mandolin? Boop, 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 boop. Beautiful, beautiful. Yep. There you go. We'll World's see you in <laughs> Thank you, everyone. Goodbye. Bye.